Hello and welcome to the Gamers Without Borders podcast, a podcast about video games, technology and basically anything else we can think of. It's really just a random chat. Uh, as always, I am Nick. Joining me this week is my lovely co-host and controller of social media, YouTuber extraordinaire Dapper Paperbag. Hello. And we spoke about him in hushed tones last week, but the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> that is Dave, is finally with us. <laughs> Hello everyone. <laughs> Not yeah. that much of a legend. Well, <laughs> an entity. Yes, oh. Dave is an entity. Um, so just before we go into sort of introductions with Dave and what's been going on, we just want to address a bit of feedback we got about from about last week's episode from Robin Bates, former guest. Uh, he said that last week's audio was a little bit quiet, and uh, he had to crank his up. And um, basically, now that because I happen to be working with Dapper, who is like a sound person, I'm going to have her explain the situation. So basically, Nick's levels were okay, but mine's were really quiet for some reason. I must be a really soft speaker, and I thought because like usually what we do is we hand it over to Nick, and then Nick yes. does his thing. And so what we're going to do now is I'm going to adjust my levels because you know sound engineer and all that yeah and then i will pass it over like a precious little child Mm -hmm. nick yeah and um i'll get more into this later but i also finally have my new microphone so hopefully i'll sound a lot better than i was in previous weeks but anyway enough of that so dave do you want to give a bit of sort of background about yourself what you do who you are um i live in a cave basically okay um (laughs) is it a a well-furnished cave no no Uh. just a few leaves and twigs and things like that (laughs) no sorry um basically um i'm um i call myself a youtuber but i'm just sort of i'm just do it for my own entity and entertainment and stuff like that but yeah what it is is guys and to give you a bit of a feedback and stuff in 2012, I was involved in a motor vehicle accident. I was on a motorbike and some idiot decided to do a U-turn and basically took me out. And I'm not going to go too much into that unless you want me to. But um, what it was is, unfortunately, um, I was kind of lonely. Um, yes, get the violins out. And what it was is someone d- suggested maybe going on to something like Twitch or to YouTube and making some videos and maybe that way I could get to chat to people in the world and that's what I did and I set up like a YouTube channel just over a year ago now in May 2015 to make some videos and I do did a bit of streaming things like that on Twitch and things and that's basically what I do and because unfortunately I'm, I'm kind of housebound due to the injuries that I suffered and stuff like that so this is my way of inter- like interacting with the world out there and this being invited onto this podcast is another awesome way of getting to talk to people and stuff like that and I knew Dapper before obviously I knew Nick and um, I've known Dapper quite a long time now and she's helped me massively and I know she hates getting praised and stuff like that but she has helped me a hell of a lot in not only dealing with how to edit videos and edit (laughs) thumbnails and stuff, but also how to deal with the emotional side of like me dealing with um, being in my situation and stuff like that. So it's a massive thanks to her. I know she hates that, but um, that's, that's me sort of in a kind of a nutshell, but there you go. Well, thank you very much for that, Dave. I was also going to praise Dapper as well, but I'm pretty sure if I did, she'd leave. She does hate people saying nice stuff about her. I know, I don't mind. Be mean. Don't be nice about me. Okay. Okay, anyway. I can deal with hate more. She's got horrible ankles, but you know. <laughs> I do actually. Straight, no, she straight for the jockey. Right? <laughs> oh god, that's kind of a little in joke, but there you go. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listeners, if you're coming out of this confused, I'm quite confused as well. But sorry, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. We're all along for the ride. But anyway, we'll start with what we've all been up to this week. And I'm going to go first because it's my podcast and I want to go first. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have been playing The Witcher 3 and wow, it's it really is quite a game. It it It's interesting for me because I think 
it's one of the most complex games I've played in a while. Like looking like looking back at the other games I've played, it's like they have their sort of complexities and their difficulties. But this in the way sort of has the thing of you think you've got a rough idea of what's going on and what you've mastered and then you find a sub menu somewhere and you find there's a whole just other hundred and ten things you could be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is um which is annoying. But um I'm as I said, we've been very careful because the three of us are big Witcher fans and we could talk about this game for hours and we're not going to because as interesting as that would be, it's not very it's quite boring. So I just <laughs> the one thing I wanted to talk about quickly is I really like how this game uh, sort of the difficulty curve in this game because a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of games nowadays if they want to put difficulty in they'll just say here's basically a high health bullet sponge enemy have fun with it whereas I've only been playing Witcher for a couple of hours but I've done quite a few sort of side quests and things and I found it's approached to difficulty either goes one of two ways it mm-hmm. either attempts to sort of test your sort of existing mechanics that you've learned so for example i was doing this is not really a spoiler a side quest where you had to kill a werewolf and sort of mechanically it behaved no differently to the other sort of wolves that you can fight in the game so i thought about the fighting style i was using to fight the wolves and i thought well i just need to do that and on a larger scale although i did go a tiny bit dark souls and managed to work out the exact range the boss would move so i'd run in run back draw out his minions yeah. and kill them so yeah. I, f- yeah. I felt pretty damn smart <laughs> and then the other way is the other thing that i think is quite enjoyable is it is it also goes oh you think you've um learned the skills to defeat certain enemies have you oh well forget that you've just got to adapt so yeah. I was I was I was in a different side quest. I had one of the one of my least favorite sort of video game sequences, the classic defend your ally from enemy attack while he or she does something. Oh, and I that's, that. Yeah, that's bad enough anyway, but in this one I had to stay within uh like a magical shield and if I stepped mm-hmm. outside it I was basically losing health really fast. Mm-hmm. So it meant yes. that normally I think I you guys might disagree, but a lot of the Witcher combat it's quite like you don't just charge straight in. It's more about jumping around and dodging and being quite yeah. fast. And sort yeah. of, and quite often, if you've got an advantage, you'll press it home by trying to do a combo. Whereas mm-hmm. if you try that, if you try that approach during the sequence, you die almost straight away because you have mm-hmm. to fight incredibly close quarters. And yeah, um, yeah. It, it like you say, it it is very Dark Souls in that respect, but obviously not on the same like yeah. difficulty levels and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I think the th- the other just going on like the the difficulty levels and things Mm. what is also great about the game is you can play it the way that you want to play it as well yeah Yeah. so you you can i mean it's like you can go about it in in certain ways of of you know leveling up with your witcher senses or or leveling up maybe Mm. with your your armor and your your actual weapons and stuff like that and using those in a, in a way that that maybe somebody else that that plays the game doesn't. Yeah, and that's what's an, another another great thing about the game is the fact that you you know it, it's you can get some games that are very sort of linear. You know what I mean? It's just like this is how you play it. There yeah. you go. You get this weapon, and that's it. And everyone plays it exactly the same. Mm. But this it gives you that option to because it's open world as well. You can go off and do whatever side quest you want. You can yeah. follow the like the story. Yeah. You can and and like you say, the difficulty levels are. They're, they're not set in stone. They're, no. they're, they're basically they're, they're like um, sort of a wave band of, of leveling. It's, mm. it's 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 you know it's 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 very much how you want to play it, and I think yeah. that's what's great about the game, and that's what that's definitely what something that, that that drew me into it. Um, I mean, I like RPGs anyway, and um, going back to my 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 college days of, of playing like you know Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. This was like this is my that's my like thing, as it were, like so. But yeah. anyway, sorry, I'm I'm jumping in. No, it's fine. Um, the last thing is to, you've you mentioned um, similarities with Dark Souls, and I had to chuckle because um, I was fighting I was fighting quite a high level enemy, and I managed mm. to glitch the fight by getting him like half stuck in a wall. Yes, <laughs> and it yes. was it was hilarious because this probably difficult fight. I was just standing there doing a magic attack, waiting for him to recharge. He wouldn't attack me. Magic attack, magic attack, done. And Is it against one of the wild hunt. Yeah, the wild hunt guards yes. is like the first one yeah. you can yes. meet. Oh, yeah. I really hate him. The, the really annoying thing is the stalactites and stalagmite type area yeah. to the side. You can get him trapped in there. But yeah. the really annoying thing is that's a scripted fight. So I think mm-hmm. twice he has to, he will regain his health. So you can't kill him outright because no. it, it reached a point where he just wasn't losing health anymore. 
So I was like, yeah. oh, I've probably got to release him. So I, I stepped forward like one step further and he got out. Mm. But yeah, mm-hmm. the last the last thing I'll say about The Witcher before I move on to what else I've been up to is Yennefer is the best. I will fight you, anyone oh, who no. disagrees with me. Oh no. No, no, no. Oh dear. No. <laughs> Did I just made, say that my girl is the one that's big, playing uh, both of them? Big error. So. <laughs> like, uh, my girl is just like, yeah, I like all the women apart from the blonde. So yeah, like I, I'll date, I'll be faithful to both of you at yeah. the same time. <laughs> I, 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 I did meet some quite crazy blonde witch lady yesterday as well. Yeah, you have the choice to do her as well. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's... Um, <laughs> Witcher, Witcher 3 is very much an adult game, so don't yeah. play it, kids. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, but the other, again, the other good thing about The Witcher is, I mean, I've actually completed it twice on the PS4, I've now got it on PC, which I'm going through again, but it's, you can play and have different endings depending on, like, the outcomes of what you choose, so not yeah. just, like, the difficulty levels. It depends on how you come and interact with, like, the different NPCs yeah. in it. Like and that, again, when you're saying about Yennefer is the best and stuff, that's fine. But I do recommend that you go back and play it yeah. and come against it. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone else, you know, because, but, but Triss is in, like, obviously the other Witchers, if you play, like, Witcher, like, 2 and 3 um, and 1 as well, which you, unfortunately, you can only play on PC. Um, but, yeah, I do recommend, you know, go back and play those as well to get more of a story element to it. But you don't have to, guys. You don't have to, and that's why they changed it to be able to come out onto console and stuff like yeah. that. So. Yeah. But yeah, that will that will be the end of the Witcher chat because otherwise we will not show yes, up about it. Yeah, we yeah. won't. Unfortunately, you know. Yeah. Like but one about day, if hours. people want it, like I'm sure we'd probably be open to doing like a Witcher special where we just I have like an info dump that. for like three hours of just why the Witcher's great. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we could do that as a live stream. We could. It'd be so cool. Yeah. With someone playing, playing it, it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah um, email in at gwbpodcast.gmail.com or tweet us at gwbpod if you would like that and we will look into the logistics of it. Yeah. But um, yeah, the next thing is sort of big personal achievement for me. I don't like to sort of celebrate my own achievement too much, but I've actually, technically speaking, managed to be a published games writer twice in the last week and a half. Yay, I'm so proud of you. Oh. Now you can know you you can know where the cool jacket that I have. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, we're in a club now. We can we can wear oh, cool jackets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, get get like monogrammed jackets. Oh, the monocle. Yeah, but um, just to give a tiny bit of background, people people at home might be thinking, yeah, but you write a gaming blog, like surely you've been published a million times over. But that's not quite the same thing because that's something I have entirely control over it's not mm. properly edited or moderated any sort of editing uh is done like i is when i ask people myself to do it whereas i decided just on a whim to sign up to the american i think they're american based games journalism site mm. game skinny and they're quite nice because you can literally just sign up you can write abs- about absolutely anything you like and then they've got like a whole team of editors and they'll put and then wait a few days and they'll put little notes on your theme being like it's a great article, but do this, this, and this, or I've just tweaked this, this, and this, and then they'll, um, and yeah, they'll promote it, and if you're lucky, they'll tweet about it, and it's like, it's quite nice, because it, I don't, I know how this sounds, but it gives me a bit more recognition, and it gets my work out to a much wider audience than I was getting initially, so like, I'm not necessarily shutting down my own personal blog completely, but when it comes to sort of like the two articles I've written are Mm -hmm. just short, about 500 word pieces when it comes to short things, I'm probably going to put them on there. If anyone's interested and we will include, uh, I'll include links to these in the release notes, my two articles is one about whether the gaming handheld is sort of dead and and is the 3DS the last true gaming handheld, which is a topic we discussed on the podcast, so you'll see where my inspiration came from and my other one is discussing whether or not Overwatch will eventually fall into the traps of its spiritual predecessor, Team Fortress 2. Uh, so have fun yeah. with that. Mm. Uh, I just have a couple more things, and then I will shut up and you can hear Dapper's <laughs> lovely voice. Um, I wanted to highlight something that fellow Very Good Gamers podcast, Midnight Resistance, have uh, recently posted. It is a photo diary done by professional photographer and star of other random-ass podcast chat very good Gary Duton. And because he's a professional photographer, he's managed to do things in Uncharted Falls photo mode that have, oh my god, 
like he can do proper stuff with lighting and just spend five minutes looking through them and you'll probably end up finding your um game uh computer wallpaper for the next uh sort of hundred years because some of those <laughs> pictures are freaking amazing they are awesome i'm looking at them right now yeah yeah um and then anyway there's a couple more just light-hearted things Anyone who listened to the podcast last week will know Dapper sent me a bit of a challenge to try Staple of Scotland, <laughs> the carbonated beverage Iron Brew. And thankfully I managed to corral my parents into purchasing some of this beverage and my feelings are pretty mediocre about it. Partially because I came in with expectations because of what Dapper had told me and she lied. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, I was expecting a sort of irony taste when, in my opinion, it's it's like in her a... defence. I don't think she lied. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. I just think fine. the description maybe was maybe yeah. not as good as what it should have been. Yeah, I would, I would argue it's like any other fizzy drink, but with an aftertaste that's sort of a combination of Dr Pepper, cream soda, and dandelion and burdock. Like it just has a weird sort of secondary there's taste a, to it. There's a citrusy in there, I think, as well. I yeah, think yeah. I will say cards on the table. I had the sugar-free version, but I don't think that really oh, makes much of a difference. The sugar, slightly. Jeez, be honest. Like this guy, like you know, this guy caring about his dental health. Oh. <laughs> to be honest, like as like the legit Scottish person here, like the sugar-free, like the full sugar one, I guess, is only slightly sweeter than what you're actually drinking. It's yeah. It's not much different, really. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, yeah. is that no, sugar free is bad for you. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't um, unpleasant, and we'll hear about Dapper's experience with uh, Oreos a bit later on. <laughs> but la- lastly, I just want to relay. Um, I had an interesting experience because uh, Daff Dapper is obviously a live streamer. She streams sometimes on Twitch, sometimes on YouTube gaming, and every so often it pops up and it tells me she's streaming. And I thought, oh, I'll just <laughs> I'll stick my head in. I'll see what she's doing. Now, despite the fact that this is a podcast that is rated explicit on iTunes, I'm not going to repeat what I heard when I entered this stream, because we'd probably get kicked off the internet. <laughs> but rest assured, it was something that shattered many of my kind perceptions. Of male about. fluids of some sort. Like yes, <laughs> in my defence, you heard it out of context. I think even in context, it's not good. <laughs> to be fair, like he wasn't there to defend himself, so it's fine. I, uh, it's true. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that is that stream like is that stream now available to watch? I can make it available to watch, but I do I do have it, but I can uh, make it available. Okay, because yeah. I, I I wonder if any yeah, if anyone wants that and wants to see what I'm going on about <laughs> because I'm being to Duffer's channel. Yeah. yeah, I'm being too much of a gentleman to repeat what was said. <laughs> It was something involving um, my husband. Yeah. Husband, or. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Anyway, Dapper, what have you been up to apart from saying unspeakable things on the internet? <laughs> so, I have recently joined the craze that is Pokemon Go because it came out in the UK. And it did. I have caught a Charmander, a Pidgey, Pidgeotto, Carpee, Zubat, Horsey, Weddle. Dips of Pidgey, Weddle and Zubat and yeah, now I am upset because the servers have crashed due to people all of a sudden saying, hmm, it's nice weather, I'm going to go out and play Pokemon Go and like, How dare they? Now, <laughs> how dare people actually go outside? I know, how yeah. dare people play the same game as me? <laughs> and basically it's now crashed the servers and I thought it was yeah. something to do with my phone so I uninstalled the app Oh, okay. realising, so like, I could have just lost all of my Pokemon, but then it gives me the pleasure of like, playing it again and gaining them all yeah. again. I've also been playing GT Online Cunning Stunts. Oh. It's oh. taking yeah. me a lot of effort to pronounce that correctly because they've deliberately put a name in there that... Oh wait, they called it that? I thought you called it that. No, no, no. It's no, it's actually it. called That's it. what they do. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. pronouncing, the way she pronounced GTA correctly I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Dapper, could you say um, could you say a little phrase for me? Okay. Could you say purple curly whirly murder alarm? Purple curly whirly murder alarm. There are. 
I wanted you to go. I wanted you no, to go get full to say Scottish. Cookies. You need to say. She needs to say cookies. Cookies. Wait, oh Part, never... according, according to Flywheel, I'm cute when I say cookies. Mm. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, apparently that's cute. And I, okay. I tried. I held up my end of the bargain and completed yep. it faster than Nick. Yours required um, less effort, and you're more mobile than I am. True, very true. <laughs> but still, so hush. Oreos are life. Like yeah. Oreos are, are. Oh my god, Oreos yeah. are life now. And you haven't even experienced the wonder that is the double stuffed Oreo yet. I so. cannot wait so, to so have that double ones. stuffing in my yeah. mouth. Oh. Um, back to the stream. That was like <laughs> Oh god! That sounded, that sounded way less dirtier in my head. I just want to say, listeners, you know how I think it was last week we talked about how we need to remember this is a podcast, not just a conversation between the two or three of us. Yeah, I think I think the whole went out podcast the went out the window. <laughs> but I hope you enjoy this slightly more informal approach to things. Yeah. So um, yeah. Cool. Uh, Dave, have you been up to anything of interest this last week and a bit? Me up to anything interesting? Yeah. No, I don't think I get to anything interesting at all. But anyway, I, I mean, I do my normal like videos. Um, I usually get um three up a week on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So that's what I usually always do. Um, I've also been playing. What? How do you pronounce it? G T A. Oh yeah, uh, cunning stunts <laughs> as well with um <laughs> with 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 Dapper on on a stream and stuff like that. But we've also been playing yeah. off and stuff. And and I must admit, if you if you um, haven't played it and stuff like that, you should because it's just made it, some of the races are awesome. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The the way that they've got it and and they are going to be bringing out the option to be able to create your own circuits and stuff like that. I think. I think on the eleventh of August, um, yeah. but that so that is going to be like amazing to see what like races are on there. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I've just been doing like my normal videos and stuff. And um, oh yeah, and and oh, something else. Sorry, I just remember I, I'm back streaming again, and I do it on a Monday. Um, so, and it was um, my birthday. So happy late happy birthday. Late birthday. Yeah, oh no, Dapper's already said happy birthday. That's yeah, right. I think I did as well. But yeah, so we did like a stream on birthday and it went really well. And yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, so that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Playing some Quiplash. Uh, there you go. Nice. Uh, yeah, unless anyone else has anything they want to talk about, we're going to sort of move into our more newsy stuff. Now, this mm. is not going to surprise anyone, but yeah, Pokemon Go is basically everywhere. And. Um, it's actually made Nintendo a absolutely absurd amount of money. Yeah. It, apparently from its release, because uh, it released initially in the US and Japan around the 6th of July, it added almost $7 billion to the company's market value, which is completely absurd. Yep. Like, I... Like, admit... It's, we... what, it's the way they wanted to go, though, into the mobile market. And yes. They, they've, they've come into it on a massive high to begin with, so like, God knows what how it's going to go. So And... and Everyone always gives Nintendo such a bad time, and I don't think they should because they're very good at innovating, like you know, certain things and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and they're always like the first to like you know jump in, and then it usually everyone like, oh damn, why don't we think of that type of thing? Yeah, and, yeah. like motion you know, controls. Yeah, you know, with the Wii, I mean, everyone gives like it a hard time now, but when it first came out, it was like the amount of sales and yeah. that the Wii sold was incredible to be thinking, and mm. you know, and some of the games, I mean, the the, the like the Mario's and the Zelda's of this world are still going strong, you know, yeah. today um, as an icon type like thing to their like you know channel. So, um, fair play to them. Yeah, although as expected, there have been some utterly crazy and I think some unsubstantiated stories about what people have yes. done while they've yeah. been playing Pokemon Go and things. It's like it's like I think there's been a car accident rumored. Someone one found a is, dead body. In America, they hit a tree, but the one that where there's a pile up is is false. So yeah, the guy hitting the tree is true, but the false one about the pile up on did you hear, did you did you hear about the um, Westboro Baptist thing? Um, no. Apparently, no. there apparently that um, the Westboro Baptist Church, famous sort of strongly Christian hmm. church. Um, apparently, if you pl- if you go to one of their like churches somewhere, there's a uh, Clefairy or a Clefable at. Um, hmm. 
at the at the, at the church, um, mm-hmm. and obviously that's a very pink Pokemon. And they've responded that like it's a symbol of homosexuality, and they're really angry. <laughs> and then the gaming community have just responded by like swarming That's that hilarious. site and like mm. making sure that like and like putting loads of like poker laws down so like loads of other Pokemon swarm there. So they're getting really angry. <laughs> well, they should, so they should take the positivity from it and think mm. that people are coming to their church and they don't they, everyone seems to always go with a negative view yeah. on things you know? I don't know if it's true but it, because it's Reddit but there was a guy on Reddit that apparently got a date thanks to it that's really hmm. cool because, apparently yeah, he because... was yeah, yeah he was out playing it and then met a girl or a guy I can't remember which one it was and they're like oh are you playing Pokemon Go and they just started chatting and that's yeah. that is that yeah but someone found somebody uh, a dead body um, yeah as well yeah. which mm. um and there were people getting robbed in the US as well. Yeah, yeah. there was three three guys that got that took someone by gunpoint, didn't they? Which is yep. just, they're but team again, rocket, it's like, literally. It's the media, the media pr- promoting negative, and they should be promoting the positive yeah. side of it. Yeah, you know? like that so, does happen, but I think because the positive the, side is like like Dabba said at the beginning, like when she was talking about what she's been up to, is the fact that people are going outside and. Yeah. You know, and that's that's great. I mean, obviously, I I'm unable to, but yeah. you know, it's like you know, but um, but you know, it's great that that kids are out and yeah. and, and, and playing a game, but also out in and and not only just out on their own, but they're out as a family because you know parents are taking them out and it's becoming exactly. a family unit and going to the park or whatever and looking for Pokemon mm. rather than just you know, I don't know doing nothing like you yeah. know it's like great. it's a bit of a cliched stereotype but gamers as a whole we sort of sit inside mm-hmm. and don't go outside and just record yeah. podcasts and are antisocial. and yeah. like for a lot of people that's <laughs> for a lot of people that's not really the case but nevertheless mm. it's quite nice that it's bringing people out and it's bringing people into like public yeah. places and they're meeting up and yeah it's what I mean... nintendo do though isn't it i'm sorry to jump in Dapper, but it's like the same with the wii because when the wii came out it brought like elderly people able to play games which they weren't because of the like controller and now yeah. obviously you know this is what pokemon go has been able to do so sorry Dapper, i jumped in so well i was about to say like the positive side of it is that I've been walking a lot more, like, for those who don't know, I'm pretty overweight, and I've already lost weight because I've been walking a lot more, and I went walking today, and because the servers were down, it was so boring without (laughs) the game, and I was just like, this game makes exercise and fun, like, legit, you can go away off on an adventure and become, like, yeah. And it's always been my dream to be Ash Ketchum and I can now be Ash Ketchum I kid you not, I had my backpack on I had my cap on and yeah. I was wandering off and I was so chuffed and my mum was like that's what it takes to get you outside and I was like yeah, yeah mum, you want to come? She was like, no <laughs> you, were, you said no when like I asked you if you wanted to go walking I was just like, yeah, because like, walking about aimlessly is boring well, you say that, but I'm going to walk. I'm going to use my corporate voice and say, if you're out, if you're outside walking and the Pokemon ser- Go servers are down, you could do with a podcast to fill up your time. And you know, a podcast that has over ten hours of quality content, the Gamers Without Borders co- podcast. Find us on iTunes and Podbean. Right, that's my corporate pitch done. <laughs> plug. Cheeky yes. This is a purple service announcement. Hashtag not a humble plug. <laughs> I miss our little hashtags in the show notes. I know. We didn't do it this year. Well, well, there's a cute Pikachu in the show notes this time. Yeah, I took a screenshot of it, just in case you wanted to include a link to it. Uh, Well, I'll try and put it in. (laughs) (laughs) I took a screenshot and put it up in Image Girl. All you need to do is put a link in, that's fine. Okay, that's fine if you give me the link. Anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, you, Dapus, have put in an article about the... uh, Microsoft and the Xbox Scorpio Project Scorpio. I don't know if you want to talk about this because it's more your area. Uh, well, basically, people are starting to get a bit sketchy about the Xbox Scorpio, saying, "Has it come out too soon?" And they're talking yeah. about like how there's no actual physical evidence of things that they're going to be putting in it. So all they've heard about is like a vague six teraflops and stuff like that, and there's no confirmed titles. And the main question is, is are you going to need a 4K TV to use it? And how will it fit into the ecosystem and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think the general consensus is, like, people are questioning why Microsoft even bothered announcing it when they didn't mm. really have anything worthwhile to say. Yeah. 
I think it was but, more they were just focusing on the hey, like we can have like a big Xbox One family with different consoles for 4K yeah. gaming and whatever. I think they and were, I think it, it's it, a waste was, of time. There was a rumor going around, obviously before E3 and stuff, before the announcement that obviously that the Xbox, this one that they've got now, the one was that was it. They weren't mm-hmm. going to like produce anymore. Yeah. And I think they were just trying to, you know, soften the blow on everyone, saying like, no, don't worry, the Xbox has still got a future. This is the yeah. way it's going to go, and that's why I think they announced two. Uh, obviously, the Xbox S and now the mm. Scorpio. And I think, I think it was a, it was definitely from the from the marketing team that basically said like, quick, get something up on that stage to to alleviate yes. the, the the fears of like people, and also because they announced the fact that any like sort of latest like sort of like you know top triple A game as it were that comes out for Xbox um, is going to be available on Windows Ten, which they were thinking, oh god. If you've got a PC, why would you buy like an Xbox type exactly. of thing? And with obviously the specs that are being banded about, which they always do when a new machine is being announced, and they, they never like you know come to anything. I think it was just the fact that it was again they were saying you can buy a mini sort of gaming PC within a box rather than all the you know stuff that you need to go with a PC, and, and you won't you won't need a 4K. TV, I think the visuals are basically because you've got cross-play and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just whatever you've got, it will mm. be able to play on whatever yeah, for it the, is. For the time being, like, we just we just don't yeah. know. And I think that's... no, I think this is it. It was just a marketing thing to get it out there mm. because, and it's yeah. the same. But that's the same with like what E three is all about anyway. I mean, it's like you'll you'll hear games mentioned and you won't hear about them for another three or four years. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. But, mm. And I think because it's like hardware, people go a bit more. <gasps> is this definitely coming out? What's going yeah. on? Like, you know what I mean? Whereas like if they announce like a game it's like oh yeah i remember that that was exactly, yeah. three years ago or something type of thing so, yeah i think things yeah. like last guardian are good examples of that oh yeah 13 years yeah you know that's a, yeah that's a trek and a half like yeah but mm-hmm. but yeah you know yeah. It's, i think that's what it is i think it was just marketing guys just thought you know because they could have just left it as the xbox s because that's like compatible primarily with you know what what PlayStations is going to be this 4.5 version, like you know, Neo, Neo. Um, and I think they were just thinking we'll get the one up on on PlayStation by saying, oh, we've got one again, like you know what I mean? It's coming mm. a- another year down the line or whatever. I think, yeah. personally, I think that was a stupid idea, but I could see why they did it because they didn't want mm. to appear like they were being greedy, yeah. but when because you know because you know what PlayStation are like, like it's kind of like. When the Xbox One was first announced, they were like, oh, knock off the camera and knock 50 quid off of our yeah. PS4. Yeah. And, um, yeah. like, with this, it's kind of like, even this, it's got six teraflops. Now they're going to develop something that is better than that. You yeah. idiot. Why did you do that? And then well, I understand the fact that it is, yeah, we want to raise awareness of it. And, yeah, I understand that, but I just feel like it was also kind of, it's they're going to regret it. Like big mm. time, because I can almost guarantee that Sony will mm. come up and just be like, "We have seven teraflops," and that was yeah. Just it's like, just it's just going to be one upmanship. Yeah. It's just it's it's like top trumps in it. It's like you say, it's it's one upmanship, and I just think it's it's too many. It's too many of the the money men, the marketing guys getting involved. In, you know what I mean? That, yeah. that try that try, you know, because at the end of the day, it's all about sales. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's the thing. And and yeah. and it would be just nice if if like you know they combined their heads together and came up with a machine that was beneficial to everyone, but that won't yeah. happen. Like With 15 teraflops. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but I think uh, the way that the gaming, who knows how the gaming's going to go, you don't know how VR's going to take off, you yeah. know, what, mm. what's what's going to be for, for consoles, what's going to be the next, you know, what's going to be the next thing for TV, for example, yeah. what's going to be... Yeah, you know, is it what, 4K or HDR? Yeah, you just don't know where anything's going to be going, I suppose, in the next sort of five to ten years, it's going to be mm. Next five to ten to years, TV won't even exist. I did a essay on it. It won't even mm. exist. It's all going to be computers. Yeah, yeah. I think streaming type of things the yeah. way it's going to go. Yeah, definitely. But like the way that I see it, that I like, they're announcing it now. Like the graphics that they're bragging about right now is going to be mid-range by the time it launches. Mm. So, like they're yeah. saying. Because the graphics that they're announcing now is like on kind of on par with what I've got on my PC. I think my mm. PC is just yeah. a little bit more powerful than that. Mm. And like by the time that that comes around in a couple of years' time, like that will be mid range. That won't be 
super yeah. high quality graphics. Yeah. That'll just be like your average cabbage. And I know a lot of people aren't in it for the graphics. I don't particularly care about the graphics, but I do like games to look pretty. It's it's really weird. People will be like, "What?" Like I'm yeah. a graphic designer. I like <laughs> things a certain way. It's not because of yeah. But, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. It's, I know it's quite weird talking about consoles when mm-hmm. there's one actually going to be coming out this year, which is Nintendo's, and we mm-hmm. don't even know yes. hardly anything about it, which is which is really bizarre. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I think that makes it more interesting, to be honest. Mm. But I yes. think it's good that they've managed to keep it under wraps. Like, to be yeah, fair. like I would not be surprised if there is a NX department within Nintendo that every week just throws out misinformation to confuse people. Oh, it's yeah. going to have VR. Oh, it's going to have cartridges. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were talking that it was going to be able to use people's, other people that have got the machine's mm. Wi-Fi connection to boost your Wi-Fi. I don't know how that's that works. That's mental. Yeah. I've not heard that. Yeah, apparently if if you got, like, say, for example, my house is obviously here, you would, like, live in next door and yours was mm. in standby mode, I yeah. can somehow use the power of your machine to boost my Wi-Fi signal to get a better connection on streaming. Um but I, again, is this uh, just another Nintendo rumor? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, to, just to throw things off, you don't know. And then mm. they were saying, apparently, the controllers—if you've got more controllers—that boosts like the, the the graphic, you know, capability. I don't. Yeah, that's. It, it, it's it's just rumors. It's just again, it's like what they do. It's what, and, and obviously, with the wonderful world of the internet and the rumor mill that goes, you know, they could just turn around and say that you get a free can of Iron Brew with it and dap a soul. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but. <laughs> What a tie-in that would be! Yeah, <laughs> but you know, they'll I don't just know. ship one to me and my granddad. Like you guys, you guys did a, you guys did some um, freaking content on us, like here, <laughs> yeah. and then my granddad yeah. be like, yes, yes. <laughs> and then you open it, and it turns out the console is like fluorescent orange, and you're like, Aww. yeah, you know, if they, if uh, you do it where you get like a oh, buy on uh, Nintendo NX, and you get like you know five Pokemon free, you'd be like, oh my god, you know, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just really uh, wish they would add like an element where I could battle my friends in Pokemon Go. I know, I know, I'm jumping back to what we've just no, talked about, but I just really want an element of where like I can walk up to my friend in uni and just be like, "Yo." But what's what's to say that they've not tied it in that they've launched Pokemon Go I now? I think they were going to, and then you to... can battle on the NX by Ooh. by plugging your phone or doing a, a Bluetooth connection or something like that. That your characters go into an NX game, and that's. That wouldn't bother me, but like that I mean. could be interesting. That would be mm. pretty. Co- that would be a cool way of collecting them. Actually, Nintendo, yeah. you need to do that now. Yeah, they might already. That's what I'm no. saying. They might. That's this is how Nintendo do things, isn't it? They 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 shock the world in in certain ways. Yes. You know what I mean, so yeah. Uh, one last point on Pokemon Go. I know it's a I know it's a very tired meme, but I saw something that made me smile. It was a it was a small video from Pokemon Go, and the caption was like first legendary found on Pokemon Go and it was looking at an egg hatching and then just as it hatched the John Cena theme started playing. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah. I've seen that. I love that. That was hilarious. It's like such such an old meme but it just makes me laugh so much. It was one of my friends. I think it was me that you've probably seen it from me because it was me that shared it. And I have a friend who's a live streamer his name's Dark Penguin. Plug, plug, plug. And he shared it to me, and then I shared it to everyone on Facebook, so it was just too funny. Yeah. Anyway, this next bit of news both makes me happy and incredibly angry. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are rumours, and these have have come not from the developers, but from its listings of online retailers, that there will be a Game of the Year edition of Witcher 3. And yeah. for those who aren't aware, Game of the Year editions traditionally will involve, include any and all DLC that was previously uh, released for a game. Now, for a lot of games, that doesn't necessarily mean much, because the DLC is often like multiplayer skins. Mm-hmm. But in The Witcher 3, it's much more significant, because you have two major expansions, Heart of Stone and Blood of Wine, which are like 15, 20-hour proper massive expansions. Mm-hmm. So if this does come through, this could be an absolute bargain, and it's a kind of kicking in the teeth to people like me, who just got the normal version of the game. Also... <laughs> People like me who's got the season pass that have paid for the season pass. Yeah, yeah. 
you've paid, you've paid and then you but this is what happens with any game do you know what yes I mean? it's like it's you know you could say that about any game where they, they used to, to, to do it and they still do it i think on on where it's like console where you get like platinum edition like two years later and it's like mm. reduced price but it's uh, i'm good no it's, it deserves to get game of the year edition yes because it is game of the year yeah. do you know what i mean mm. um, yeah because uh, yeah and something... hopefully it will bring more people into the game because yeah i'm yeah i'm not so angry about it because like it would annoy me if this was like, say, a fifteen twenty hour game, and you'd think, "Oh, I love that game." And then if someone said, "Here's another ten hours of content," you'd think, "Well, I'm not exactly like that's not much time I've invested." Whereas because the mm. base Witcher Three is such a massive game, I might mm. just reach a point where I've said, "I've had a brilliant hundred hours. Yeah. I'm not too fussed to play the expansion, so I haven't lost out." So I think that's one sort of advantage The Witcher has. Yeah. I also w- want to give a bit of a public service announcement. Anyone who does what I did and buys The Witcher 3 in the next um, sort of from now on, I want to warn you that as soon as you put that into your console, I did it on PS4, <laughs> um, basically modern video games, what they'll do this time is they will, any updates to the games that have existed, it will stick them all together into one update and try and download it. And currently for The Witcher 3, if you put that in a PlayStation 4, you will have a 19 gigabyte update. That is almost, that is like four DVDs worth of content. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that you sent me a message saying my dad is going to kill me that makes me laugh. Yeah, now this is just because, um, I won't go into it too much, just the nature of our house and how our internet connection works. If you try and sort of stream or do something that's quite bandwidth intensive, it affects the rest of the house. And I, I was desperate, and I forgot the fact that uh, on the PlayStation, it will in the background download updates while you're playing, unless you specifically pause it. So I yeah. thought I'd been clever and I'd pause the update so I could like, I could, I then let it run sort of like off peak times in the middle of the night, and then I completely forgot that it's kept running. So like partly through the day, I was like, oh god, it's finished. I just used like ten gig in a single day. <laughs> but no, I haven't been murdered yet. Yeah. And the, and, the, and the slightly funny thing is, as soon as the update finished, one of the updates over the previous months is that it completely redesigned the menu system. So oh, just yeah. as I got used to everything, everything changed, which is yeah. always fun. I didn't discover that until I was live on stream, and I went, how do I do anything? And <laughs> yeah. Dave, Dave came in, and I was like, Dave, I can't find anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't find my repair, and I can't find anything. And I was just like, yeah. I think, like... Lonya and everyone was in there and they were just like oh my god everything's changed I went oh yeah. no I, I will mean, I mean I got it obviously when it first came out on day one like when it came out and I had it on the PS4 and, and there was obviously some glitches and stuff like that so you've missed out on the glitch where I was like riding Roach and he lost his legs and he was just like <laughs> He was just like, like suddenly, like just like I was sort of sat on a horse, but imagine a horse without any legs, and then it's yeah. like on the on the on the pavement, and I'm looking up at another guy that's on a horse, like you know, what I mean? <laughs> he's like, and I'm like still sat f- on a horse, like yeah. You know? To be fair, I think it's one of those games, a bit like GTA, where you're still gonna get glitches because it's such yeah. a complex game and yeah. there's so much going on. So like, I've quite often find if, if you're on Roach the horse and like you're on a steep hill, oh my god, if you try and like force him down a hill, Geralt's legs will like. Uh, Glitch through the ho- glitch through Roach yeah. and it looks ridiculous. Have you yeah. seen like when you like stop Roach on like an angle, how messed up his legs go? No. Oh my yeah. god! You... Like Roach annoys me. Like I, there was one time no. if I could have gotten off the horse and chopped his head off, I would have. Like... Yeah. <laughs> She's part of the mafia, guys. You know. Yeah. Oh my god! He always glitches out and he's always mounting buildings for me. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. It is, a, it is It is. obviously, you can play games um, without updating them, um, but I would recommend doing it because um, when I was first playing the game and the updates hadn't installed, I was getting some quite serious frame rate drops, and I haven't looked um, specifically about what was in these updates, but I'm going to insume, assume some of it was optimization because mm-hmm. it now does run a lot better. But yeah, yeah. So if, if, you're, if you play like an early build of it, yeah. I was finding it was slowing down quite badly in places. Yeah. But it is what it is. It's a really but, graphically intensive game, though. Yeah, my PS4 gets very hot and very loud. I, I mean, Dapper will announce. I, I tend to just stand and, and look around <laughs> for quite yeah. a long time because, like, the scenery is just. I mean, you can if you just stand like on a hilltop, and especially when the sun's going down and stuff like that, it's just incredible. Yeah. 
way that they've got like the lighting and stuff in this game and the way that when you get like a storm and stuff like that and, and the trees yeah. are going mad and stuff it's just visually just like, it like is without lovely. playing the game it's, it's an amazing looking game right? yeah the, the few times I've been standing on a hill and thought, oh, I'm going to take a screenshot of that, I mm. failed to look at my mini-map and I get attacked by wolves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or whale dogs. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm at the point bad. where I run past them all. I'm just like, can't be bothered fighting you. You're too low-level. Yeah. Run. I had, I had a classic moment where I've just started the game, so I'm about level four, level five. And I was stumbling. I was looking on a road, and there was like this really cool-looking lizard thing. And I looked in, I thought, oh, that looks really cool. I just want to have a look at it. And then it popped up over its head, like, level 11. And I was like, no, just <laughs> just, just no. <laughs> Goodbye. I ran away from a level 34, because I'm only level 25. And I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> I was like, you do you, I'm going to do me, yep. and run. <laughs> yeah. It, it did make me laugh, because um, any quests you pick up, it will tell you the sort of um, suggested level. Yeah. And I have a habit of going into the towns of I'll just pick up any quest, because like, once you pick them up, you can choose to track them yeah. at any point. Like, you're free to do it. And one of the contracts I have is level 33. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere near that for, like, two years. <laughs> you should try. You should try. It's fun. <laughs> I'll die in, like, less than one hit. <laughs> but, yeah. um... Yeah, this next bit of news is really cool and managed to, like, I think, catch every single person by surprise. Nintendo announced a new, well, a new console of sort. Its full name is quite dumb. It's called the Nintendo Classic Mini mm. Nintendo Entertainment System. And it's basically a NES that fits in the palm of your hand yeah. and it comes with 30 uh, games built in, so you can't get games for it, and there won't be any more games for it, we think. It will just have these 30 games, but it's all the big games, so it's like, uh, it's the first three Super Mario Brothers, the first two Zeldas, Donkey Kong, and Metroid. It's got um, Ghost and Goblins, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it, cu- it comes with, um, uh, sort of the original NES style uh, controller, but you can also play it with a classic, uh, controller that, fr- uh, the, from the Wii U. But the best thing is, um, it's, it's priced at I think about I think it's about sixty five dollars, which is about fit, which is about fifty pound. Yeah, it's forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and you and you might think initially that's that seems quite steep for what it is, but um, obviously if you do that on a, on a game by game basis, you're paying like almost like just a pack, like almost like one fifty for yeah. for those games. And best of all, like a lot of those games have been on. Uh, Wii or Wii Virtual Console, mm-hmm. but Virtual Console games are always really expensive. Yeah. Like yeah. you normally ended up paying like four pound fifty for one of those games. So to be fair, this is an absolute steal. Also, if and you like, like, and these games are awesome. And if yeah, you, if you buy like the physical games, like they're like a tenner on Amazon or eBay as well. Yeah. So you're again yeah. saving a lot of cash. Yeah. I really and, yeah, want it. and like it's and it's and it's not a hugely complex thing. It literally just needs a HDMI cable. Uh, for picture and um, one thing we have to mention is it's powered um, the power cable in the UK mm. you can't uh, it's not bundled with an AC adapter so basically a wall plug but the good thing is is that um, it gets power from USB yeah. so if you have a phone charger from the fu- from a phone for, for the last like five years yeah. you'll have one of those adapters already and even if you don't you can pick them up for super cheap on Amazon yeah so despite the despite the fact I'm very young and this was years before my time I am quite taken to pick one of these up I... this is my this is my era like, so. this is this is how I started gaming was on the NES because my gran is a gamer and she got me into video games when I was like two years old because we used to live with my gran and I'm going to have so much fun on this Mm. and I cannot wait I I am investing money in this because Super Mario Brothers was my game back in the day just saying (laughs) yeah Mm. and as soon as I heard the news I was like this is one of the most Nintendo things Nintendo could have done like mm-hmm. I think only them would, only they would go. Here's a miniature version yeah. of our first console that you all yeah. loved, and it's going to be super cheap. And like, yeah, I think so. Hats off to them. Isn't it's it like just... I say, they know what to do when it comes to things. Like the yeah. marketing side of things is really good. Isn't it? Just... And I quite like. Sorry. Yeah, and it's so portable that you could literally go around to a friend's house and say, "Hey, do you want to play some games?" Mm. And you're not having to carry around like a massive box. Five because it's like cables. HDMI as well, you can connect it's like sort of an Elgato and stream and, and exactly. stuff off it, like which it's, is it, awesome. I think it's it, a mouse. 
Dave, I think you said to me it was basically a Raspberry Pi with an emulator on it. Mm. So that they might actually be able to hack into it and like get some more games onto it. Yeah, yeah I would I I wouldn't be surprised if people do. People are incredibly clever yeah. these days, so Yeah. Um I think that's it. There was a small IGN article I know I think Dapper you wanted to talk about. Oh, this is so cool. Right. So for those <laughs> who are really into like the DC universe, if you're going to Comic Con this this year, um Basically, Warner Bros. are going to be there and they're going to have, like, bags and stuff. There's going to be an app. I can't remember the name of the app. <laughs> it's it's Bipper. It's, Bipper. A, it's sort of the go-to yeah. augmented reality app. So, if you, like, get it and you scan your bag with it, you can see your bag in all of its animated glory. And, <laughs> oh my god, the Joker bag. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I am so upset I can't go to America. I want to live in America. You have better stuff in America and it sucks over here. Uh, I don't know. We have advantages. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we do have, like, Comic-Con in Scotland, but yeah, we don't get, like, Warner Bros or, like, the yeah. legit Game of Thrones people. <laughs> we get the Beano and the Dandy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get, like, a Game of Thrones extra that was in one scene. Mm-hmm. Mm. We do, like apart... Random funny fact, a Game of Thrones extra came to the Scottish Comic Con absolutely wasted. Or hungover. <laughs> I can't because my friend was working as a camera operator and it was just like I don't know if she was wasted or hungover, but Jesus Christ <laughs> And I was like, Wow. Yep. Yeah. So uh, yeah. But yeah, that was just a minor <laughs> thing and obviously as always we will put links to all these things. You can read them at your leisure. Um, but most, uh, next we want to move on to we've had lots of community stuff because our community is lovely and actually sends us questions when we ask them to but yeah first of all is um, we have a question from Robin Bates who we mentioned at the beginning so I will skip out the bit of his question where he talks about our podcast being quiet so he says hello Nick Dapper and the enigmatic Dave so even the new Dave was going to be here must be clairvoyant <laughs> And basically, his... me. I know. I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised. I wonder what that movement was in the bush outside. Really. Yeah, just just poking with a stick is fine. <laughs> but no, he's um he's talking all about volume, and I'll read his entire email, and then I will jump back and answer his question. So he says, on the topic of volume, did you play Mike Biffle's game of that name? They got lots of flack for having a strong cast, and then cast YouTuber Charlie McDonnell in the lead role. It's only been a year or so, but do you think the response would be different now, or was he just badly suited to essentially playing a YouTuber in the game? He then says later on, I'll be off to Secret Garden Party, which is an event in London. I might have already happened by the time we record this. When you record next week's episode, so any listeners that want to say hi, do come and seek me out in the Sanctuary on Sunday, or if you see a robot with a plasma ball on his head on Saturday, <laughs> hanging out with a male Lilu Dallas and Princess Leia, say hi, there's a good <laughs> chance it's me. Keep being awesome, Robin of Coaching for Geeks. Now, I'd not heard of this game, Volume, but I did some high-level research, and by that I stuck it into Wikipedia, and it seems to be some kind... It's like some stealth game homage to, um, like, Metal Gear Solid sort of thing. See, I googled it, and it's kind of like a puzzle game. Okay. It's a a mixture of, like, stealth and puzzle kind of thing. Yeah. But, like, it didn't give you too much about the character. I haven't played it. No, I haven't either. Sorry, Robin. <laughs> but um, he's not—he's not wrong about the um, strong cast because mm-hmm. I mentioned a lot of famous people, and I can't remember who. Yeah, this is really bad. I really should have done more research. But yeah, there are lots of famous people in it. I remember seeing that. Um, yeah, sorry, it's got uh, Danny Wallace who is the guy that's also in a lot of the Assassin's Creed games. He plays Sean somebody, that really annoying British guy. And then Andy Serkis, who's basically the world's mocap yeah, man. Gollum. Yeah. yeah, the guy who mocapped for Gollum. And was also, he's in Caesar. another video game. He was in Caesar. For, yes, he um, was. He was also in Planet of the Apes. Apes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, basically lots of famous people. And then yeah, they cast this YouTuber that I've personally not heard of. And I think he could. they just got a bit of flack for it. He's also, kind of... he's also in the new Star Wars as well. What, Andy Serkis? Yes. Who's he playing? You know the... Um, have you seen the film? Uh, what, episode seven? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know when um, you see the, the massive, big, holographic-type character 
Yeah. Oh, that's, Emperor that's Snoke. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's him. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, we can't really comment, I'm afraid. But the idea of sort of would we put would you want to put a YouTuber like cast a YouTuber? I don't think like as long as they're still a half decent actor, like I don't have that much of a problem with it. Yeah, a lot of like it's sorry. No, it's more like if you're casting a YouTuber just to be a YouTuber, then it's kind of like yeah. But yeah, as long as I can act, like it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, because that's how we, in television, that's how we're starting to get our new ta- talent, pretty much, is yeah. a lot of YouTubers are slowly starting to come onto TV and onto radio, and if he's already a YouTuber and he's playing a character that's similar, then he can draw from reality and make the character better. Yes. So that was probably what was in the developer's mind. I mean, if I was making a film about a YouTuber, naturally I would want a YouTuber... To, to mm. play the role, but someone who was experienced in acting as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. Sorry, we can't give you a more sort of definitive answer and give you some discussion on it. But you just happened to pick something that was a hole in all our collective knowledge. <laughs> sorry, I, my voice sounded funny then. I was. Anyway, um, but yeah, we want to move on to on <laughs> what? No. Anyway, our next question comes from Wendell, who um. As with Dapper and I, but I don't know about Dave, is a Doctor Who fan. So we've got yet another Doctor Who related question. And he asks thoughts on the new Doctor Who spin-off class. Uh, He knows nothing about it. I will give you a quick synopsis of it. It is a... It's going to be like a young adult drama set in Coal Hill School, which is sort of the school in the Doctor Who universe that... Um, we've sort of seen and it's going to be because obviously Doctor Who used to have two spin-offs, Torchwood which was aimed for uh, more adults and Sarah Jane Adventures which was aimed more at younger audiences but um, Doctor Who over the last couple of years has become a lot darker so I think I think class is going to be a bit more middle ground, it's not necessarily being written for a younger audience Like it's, I think the series itself is being written by Patrick Ness who's a young adult uh, book author um, yeah, we don't know much for the time being. Uh, Peter Capaldi will make appearances of some sort as the Doctor. Like, he'll probably, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes in in the first episode, sort of like build the universe. Yeah. There has been a bit of a comment about one of his scenes, but I'm not going to talk about that because I know Dapper hasn't finished the most recent series of Doctor Who, so I don't want to yeah. discuss it. I'm but, yeah, behind. But yeah, how? Yeah, you need to finish that because you're yeah. missing out some top quality episodes. I, I'm gonna finish it after I finish Gotham. I couldn't get on with Gotham. Sorry, tangent, but I like struggled through like the first season. I just didn't enjoy it at all. Did you watch episode sixteen? I'm pretty sure I finished the first season completely. So yes. Oh. See, in like season two, the Joker comes back. Yeah, and that, the that problem... is the best thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, the problem I found is, admittedly, and I'm I'm stealing someone else's point, but they were like, they couldn't be like subtle about the fact they were introducing characters that w- would go on to be Batman yeah. villains. So it's like Edward Edward Nyingma who goes on to be the Joker. Like he's got that mm-hmm. stupid mug with a massive question mark on it mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like, can you just be a bit more subtle about it? And it's yeah. like, hmm, Catwoman's really agile, and hmm, she's a thief, and it's like, just, just. No, just be subtle. Yeah, so he's playing but, the balls um, of string, you know. I, I knew <laughs> as I knew as soon as I seen his face who he was because he looks exactly like a young Jack Nicholson, and I was just yeah. like, he was a bit too Heath Ledger for my liking. But yeah, okay. yeah. I don't I don't have that much experience with Batman. Like I've watched the Dark Knight trilogy, and I've seen the original TV series, but yeah. I'm just not that not that invested in DC. To be honest, like I'm not a huge DC fan. I'm just a Joker fan. Yeah, like, I don't like, like Batman. Part, yeah, like part of me is tempted to see Suicide Squad, but I don't know enough about the the individual people. Mm. Like I know obviously about the Joker and Harley Quinn to some extent, but all yeah. the others, I'm like, who are you? <laughs> but yeah, that's a different thing. Yeah. Um, our last question is from John the One Track Gamers. He says, "What are your dream jobs? Mine would be working for Naughty Dog in game art." And uh, I'm going to say, Dave, what's your answer to this? Because I feel you've been a bit quiet. Oh, God. Dream job. Um, Oh, my God. Um, Honestly, 
I don't know because it's like weird. It's like I probably would have been able to answer this maybe like five years ago. Um, but <laughs> it's like weird now in my situation. But um, dream dream job would I'd love I would absolutely love to be able to direct a film, um, a, a movie okay. of some sort. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dapper. What about you? Uh, there's too many options for me to go down so i will let you go and then i'll kind of give some okay. time to think well my, mine's i'm 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 sort of stuck as well because i know like dream jobs they should be sort of perfect so they shouldn't consider like this so my 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 mind naturally jumps to being a professional games journalist mm-hmm. so basically doing what i'm doing now writing about games but actually getting paid for it but i can't get out of my head the fact that like I follow lots of games journalists on Twitter and I follow their work and it just doesn't seem like a very stable industry. Yeah, it's, it's not. Almost, it's, it's one of those things that's, um, this is an analogy that no one's going to get. It's mm-hmm. very much like the driver market in Formula One. It seems pretty stable, but then as soon as one person moves or leaves, everyone shuffles around and like, mm-hmm. I will see like really respected writers, so it's not like they're losing their jobs because they're not good enough, move jobs like three times in the course of a year. Yeah. And it's like, I can't get that out of my head of like, if I wanted to be a games journalist, could I deal with the uncertainty? Could I deal with seemingly the the abuse that comes with it? Yeah. So yeah, it's difficult. I just think journalism in general would be nice. It would be nice to be a Formula One journalist, because then I get flown out to all over Europe and Asia and get to talk about the sport I love, but who knows. Yeah. So yeah, um, so Dapper, have you got narrowed it down? Yeah, basically anything that's relevant to my degree. So, okay. yeah, like, I would like to produce a film, I'd like to direct a film, I'd like to be a camera operator, I'd like to be a sound engineer, I'd like to work in gaming as an editor, and, like, basically across, like, television gaming as, like, yeah, doing anything with cameras and editing, post-production, animation, not CGI, because I can't do CGI, or even, like, yeah. graphic promotion stuff, like, anything really because yeah. with the industry that I'm going into I have to be a jack of all trades and a master of none so that's that's fair yeah like even <sighs> I mean like journalism yeah. I have done it in the past and when in the right environment it can be a lot of fun but when in the wrong environment it can yeah. be toxic and horrible so mm. yeah that's that's I know yeah I know I know what you mean and like as narcissistic mm-hmm. as it sounds I would love the idea of seeing my name on the front of a newspaper or in a major gaming website or publication yeah. but yeah there's there's a lot of steps in between that yeah because which is part of the I mean like I've seen my name like up there and I've it's it's good at the time but then when you realise that you've got like six other stories to within yeah. like it's yeah. <laughs> It's mm, very it's stressful, yeah. Especially if your editor isn't, you know, yeah. nice. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know it's it's not good form, but I happened to just be googling, and I've just come across the most ridiculous headline in the world on the BBC of "Man in New Zealand quits his job to play Pokemon Go full time." What a legend! Mm. Scratch, scratch that. I want to be a Pokemon master. There we go. <laughs> So, to clarify, you want to be the very best? Yeah, like no one ever was. To catch them okay. is my real test. To train them is my to cause. Tra- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. I just, uh, this is an idle thing that just made me smile. This article as well, there's apparently also anim- animal shelters in America that are getting players to walk the dogs while they play. Oh, I wish they would do so that two- over here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was just a random story I found because obviously I'm really terrible that if I'm not talking I get bored and I have to distract myself. <laughs> just be thankful I wasn't playing The Witcher at the same time. Oh, God, so you would have been job. like screaming at me. Oh, Dave, dream. go. Yeah. What's your dream? Photographer yeah. for Victoria's Secret, but there you go. Oh, <laughs> well what played, a lad. well played. High five. Lads, lads, lads. <laughs> yeah, I never, right I never that, thought that. That is the dream. <laughs> In that case, yeah. I want to be Kit Harrington's like dressing assistant. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> See, just this is getting into territory that I don't think we should get into on a public this podcast. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. Kit Harrington yeah. can call me anytime. It's fine. 
Yeah, where can he find you on Twitter? <laughs> Just Dapper Pooper Bag. I dare you to at him when you finish recording. Oh, Jesus, no. I will no, I will no, I at him on your behalf. Yeah. Okay, well, you have to at <laughs> someone. So, like, who do you look up to the most? We're, we're going to make this a weekly thing. We have silly challenges that we need to complete now. He looks up to quite a few because he's in a wheelchair, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before people say, before people email in and say, I can't believe Dave said that, anyone who didn't know already, I have no problems and I actively encourage people yeah. to make comments like that. So please don't panic around. It's fine. Like, Dave I'm is also in bound, one. So it's not yes. pro- So yeah, it's, it's like, it's okay, we have this in that, joke. Wow, that really caught me off guard. <laughs> he's not wrong, though. He's not wrong. He's, he's <laughs> God, I just about spat my monster out. <laughs> oh, that sounds that's what you call flywheel now. <laughs> oh my god, Dave! Right, right, de- right. <coughs> okay, Guys. right. Let's get this. Anyway, let, let's tidy this 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 shambles up. I've woken up now. Yeah. Oh, I, I gathered that. So, if you want to get in touch and tell us that this quality of the podcast has fallen through the floor, you can t- uh, tweet us at GWBpod. You can email us at GWBpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter as at, at another GMG blog. You can find my blog at nickpjenkins25.wordpress.com. You can find me on Steam as Merciful Fate. You can find me on PSN as Merciful underscore Fate 497. Remember, you can find some articles I've written on Game Skinny, which I will link to in the release notes. Dapper, where can people find you across various platforms uh just search dapper paper bag dave where can people find you across various platforms <laughs> you can find me at mumongu gaming and then people really think what the bloody hell like but yeah if you just type in mumongu gaming then you'll find me on everything pretty much yeah we will put a link to that as well yeah so i just think it remains to say thank you very much for to dapper and also dave for joining me this week no we problem will... Yeah, thank you very much, no Dave. Problem. We will hopefully be back next week. Obviously, we had a couple of weeks of sort of things were up in the air, but we're starting to get more regular again. I've been we've fired, got... but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've hope we've we've got a couple possible guests sort of in the works. We're sort of getting some feelers out there, yeah. so you might hear you might hear some new voices as well. But I think for now, it just remains to say thank you very much for listening. Uh, Dapper, do you want to say goodbye? Thank you and bye, Dave. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my god. That could have worked. I, I was hoping for the smoothest outro in the history of this podcast. Oh, just say bye, please. Bye, please. <laughs> the people I work with, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>